There is a new product on the market called Milo Pro or Protein Milo. But how does it actually hold up when you actually look at the nutritional profile? Is it actually worth it? Is it worth the hype? That is what we're going to be covering today. But hold on, because there's more to it. We're going to actually be looking at the bigger picture, aka we're going to be looking at how important it is to be able to interpret marketing messages, especially when it comes to our food supply. Without further ado, let's get straight into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And as I said, today we're talking protein myelin. Specifically, we're going to have a bit of a chat and actually look at the product to determine, is it actually what it says it is? Is it worth you considering buying? Or is there some underlying things that we have to consider first? I think that maybe makes it not quite what it seems. And then obviously from that, we're going to be delving into the importance of interpreting and being able to translate marketing messages, which usually comes down to actually just being able to put more attention to the marketing messages and actually read the labels. So let's just get straight into it. So Protein Milo or Milo Pro, as it's called, has recently become a new product line for the Milo range. Okay, it's one that they're now promoting. And when it first came out, I'll be honest, I was a bit excited because, you know, Milo is not my favorite like chocolatey malt drink, but it's one that as an Aussie, you quite enjoy and you always have a staple there in your pantry. And if it could be a high protein version, then awesome. That's a great way, especially like after a workout or something to get something quickly in you that's really high protein, very easy, rather than having to go buy a protein shake. But then when it actually came out and, they, and I actually looked at the, the, the bigger picture, so to speak, about this product, it came clear to me that it's not quite as good as it seems. So let's let's explain exactly what I mean there. So Milo Pro is promoted as a Milo that gives you 15 grams of protein per serve. So on face value, that's like awesome, you know, because yeah, you know, protein shakes will give you more than that, but it's not really touted as a protein shake technically. It's kind of like more of like a nutritious drink that you would kind of drink for breakfast or something like that. And when that came out, I was like, okay, awesome, 15 grams, let's look at this. But the big, big thing here is, and it, they, they don't hide it. It's there on the packet. It's just that they know that most people are not going to read it. It says, when made with a glass of milk. 200, I believe it's 200 and 200 mils, I believe, but 200, 250 doesn't really matter for this case. Essentially, milk at that level will provide at least eight to nine grams of protein by itself. So if it's 15 grams of protein, that means that it's roughly only about six grams from the Milo. And you're like, okay, but you know, maybe that's okay for you know for a powdered Milo. That's that's maybe more than usual. But here's where <laughs> where it gets a bit a bit funny. When you actually compare Milo Pro to the normal original all classic cow Milo, you'll notice that the Milo Pro is marketed as having 33 grams as a serve, whereas the classic is 20. Now, why the arbitrary 33? Well, I know it's because in that way they can claim that it has more protein, but really there's no real reason. Okay. 
Now, I've done the math for you. So I've converted the Milo Pro to if it was the equivalent of 20 grams, like the classic Milo. Obviously, you can do the opposite conversion. You can convert the Milo up, but the same the same picture is going to be found from this, okay? Because you can you can you can chug down Milo. You'll get protein, but it's about the effectiveness of protein, and the marketing behind it, and the message behind it. So basically, when you convert, when you use the math, when you convert the 33 grams to a 20 gram equivalent for the protein, the Milo Pro to the normal Milo. Hope I haven't lost you yet. You actually find that the difference in protein amounts for a serve of the powdered Milo like for like, is very marginal. It's only about maximum two, maybe maximum two to maybe three grams of protein difference, but it's more like around two if you were to average it out. So you're talking about two grams difference of protein and then both of them made on milk that's going to be very similar in protein as well. Yeah, the Milo Pro on the glass of milk will give you 15 grams, but the normal Milo will give you about 13, 14 grams. Very, very negligible difference. And you shouldn't anyway be using Milo as a protein source to that degree where if Milo is not high protein, it makes or breaks your nutrition. And even then, even if you were two grams under, you know, under for your protein and you're hitting a good amount of protein, you'll still be fine. So attention listener, it is Alexa, the sports dietitian, and I'm interrupting my own podcast to say that I do have a free nutrition cheat sheet download. You can grab your own copy today. So if you want to improve your meal planning, make it more simple, learn about macros and really elevate your macro game, well, this cheat sheet will help you do just that. So if you want to grab your own free copy, make sure you go into the show notes below, check out the link, click it and grab your copy today. I hope you enjoy it. Now back to the regular scheduled programming. As you can see quickly here, it's just a classic case of them knowing that protein's a big thing, jumping on the bandwagon of high protein and because of that marketing it in a certain way. Now, here's the kicker. Now, that's fine and all. Okay, sweet. Um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that it's not a more effective product and that they're kind of being sly in that capacity. But here's the big kicker. A tin of classic Milo, you can actually get, and it's kind of like the value pack, they call it. You can get it for about 15 bucks 50 right now in Australia for AUD. And that gives you a kilo, right? Milo Pro is the same price. Of course, when it's on sale, it's different, but same price. And it only gives you 700 grams. So not only would you be paying for a product that is very marginally different, very negligibly high in protein, you'll also be paying more for it just because it's labeled high protein. And this now brings, uh, brings about the bigger issue of how prevalent marketing messages are in the nutrition world. And I get it, okay? I'm a businessman. I understand marketing is huge and you've got to market your products 100%. But this is where it becomes tricky when it comes to nutrition because nutrition is a fundamental right for people. You know, you need to be healthy. It's a pillar of health and longevity and well-being. So when you're using deceptive marketing to get someone to buy a product, that's when it becomes a bit more of a blurred line. And while they're not being too overt with this, I mean, they're pretty honest. They say it's with a glass of milk and all this sort of stuff. At the same time, it's it's more of a lesson in terms of how we can be better for ourselves. We can't rely on these, on these major companies thinking about us and going trying to translate everything for us because the onus is on us as well. You have to be accountable to yourself. You can't just be relying on everything out there just to give you the ins and outs. You have to actually be self-sufficient with this. So this is the importance of reading labels and reading food products and understanding and being able to interpret the information you see. Not just jumping on a bandwagon and thinking, oh, it's high protein, it must be healthier. Oh, it's high protein, it must actually be high protein. Or, oh, it's this free or that free or da 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 You know, you can name it. The list goes on. That kind of stuff can really get you unstuck because you are then a victim to the marketing messages rather than just being someone who is actively and proactively interpreting it for your own benefit. 
because all it took, and I understand, like it's a bit easier for me and I'm, I'm in and out and you know, living this life of nutrition as a dietitian and that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's still easy for you to go, okay, Milo Pro, let's actually see what's going on. Oh, it's with a glass of milk. And then going, okay, how much protein is actually glass of milk provide? And then doing those comparisons. I'm here obviously to help you out with that kind of stuff. And obviously I always do recommend if you ever feeling stuck, that's why you reach out to a dietitian, you work with a dietitian, they help you translate this. They take out the guesswork. But at the same time, anytime a product comes out there, just give it a bit of, um, you know, put it under the spotlight just a little bit. Okay, just just trying to look at the bigger picture just a little bit, just because you might find something that goes, eh, maybe it's not quite worth it. Because this Milo, for many people, is going to be like, click, I need that Milo. I'm on a health kick. I'm trying to increase protein. I'm training harder. This Milo, I love Milo. This Milo is high protein. You're not going to think two, things, uh, two ways about it. You're just going to get it. And you're not going to maybe even realize that it's not as an inferior product or I wouldn't say it's an inferior product. That's that's the wrong way to say it. It's just not it's not any better than the classic Milo for a higher price per amount, <laughs> so to speak. And and you won't realize that until you know maybe you listen to this or something like that. But that's why it's important for us to understand that marketing out there when it comes to the nutrition supply is not there to necessarily to help us. It's there for us to buy products. As you know, that makes sense. Okay, we're all clever. We know that stuff. But it onus is on us to also be able to interpret that stuff, or at least think about it before succumbing to those marketing messages and and claims and stuff like that and this is not even the worst of it like, like i said this is as far as marketing claims go this is more of a just a sneaky deceptive kind of way of, of presenting the information versus being you know being lied to and like that it's, there's nothing really dodgy dodgy going on here i'm not saying that but it's just a case of yeah you got to be careful with how products are perceived by yourself because a lot of the times products are just there to be marketed to you, to your needs in that point in time for you to buy. And it may not even be needed by you, may not be helpful, may not even be better than the other choices. That's all i got to say. Okay, I'm not going to ramble on. I think I've rambled on enough about this. The point is Milo Pro is, in my opinion, not worth it. It's pretty much the same as Milo when you actually look at the uh, look at the, the nitty-gritty of the nutrition profile. It costs more as well per, you know, per dose whatever you want to call it it's just not worth it in my opinion across the board you just just get a classic milo you'll be fine and if, if you want go try milo pro you know that there's no time there for me i don't really care what you buy uh that's your choice but i'm just saying that it's probably just not worth it and then the bigger picture to the, today was understanding that you've got to be able to look at the marketing messages behind the products you're buying and really think is this saying what it claims to be saying or is there something maybe that's just a bit you know a bit not not untrue essentially okay so yeah that that's it from today i'm not going to ramble on as i said it's nice short and sweet and until next time um stay classy stay safe remember as always to leave a review if this was helpful okay let's spread the message let's grow this let's grow this community here on this podcast and yeah of course if you've got any questions as well reach out to me i forgot to say that um but yeah talk soon have a good one bye Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.